Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... Emmanuel, do you reckon this is needed? Is it something that people want to see? It's what do you think needed. about it? Well, it's not needed. It's, 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 it's not needed. No, for real, because it's just like coming to America too. It was not needed. It was just like... We uploaded the trailer on our YouTube channel. And, you know, we get a few kind of like, you know, views and stuff like that. And the next thing you know it, Devour messages me and he goes, have you seen our YouTube channel? I'm like, yeah, what? I'm like, what? What's on there? And he goes, have you seen the Us trailer? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it. And he goes, no, no, have a look at how many people have seen the Us trailer. It was over 100,000 people. As the film goes on, you find out that there's much more than meets the eye. It's not just about the oxygen running out. There's other shit going on. She isn't, it's not as a simple story as to who she is. She is a person called uh, Liz or Liz. This um, is how right. we roll on our third and <laughs> third year anniversary of the mm-hmm. Flixsters, folks. Um, listen, this is uh, really special because this is we are doing our hundred and forty first episode. Yep. This is three years. We started uh, doing these podcasts on the sixteenth of May, twenty eighteen, and Ooh. boy, oh boy, we've mm-hmm. had. Some epic episodes. I mean, I just want to quickly say, right, Deval, at the uh, mm. when we first started this, Emmanuel, also, when we yeah. first started doing this podcast, these episodes, they would last, I'm telling you, oh man, gosh, they would like go two on hours, for two hours. <laughs> I mean, that, was my, that was my feedback after I listened to the first one. It's too long, isn't it? <laughs> well, I messaged Deval, I was like, Deval, this is so and Deval, what, what do we Not used so to talk about? Guys what, what do we used to say? And he doesn't like the. I don't. It's, I don't know what we, You know what? It's because we didn't really have a structure. We just like because the way we started, we just said, "Okay, we want to do this. Let's just press yeah. record and talk and see what happens." Obviously, we started it doing it uh, with Infinity War. Infinity War was like a two yeah. and a half hour yeah. movie. There's a lot to go on in that movie, so we literally went all all in it. So over yeah. the years, over the months, and whatever, we've you know whittled it down. I mean, even a couple of weeks ago, we did a show for 45 minutes or so. And, uh, yeah. you know, the funny thing is, while you're doing it, it doesn't feel like that, that long, does it? It feels so oh, quick. No, it yeah. just, you know, yeah. flies by. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Um, so, yeah. So, folks, if you just tuned in. Um, so, this is us doing our uh, 141st episode. And this is three years we've been doing it. Emmanuel, he's been, well, he's a regular, basically. Uh, he's not yeah. even a special guest. He's just guest. Nah. Um, it's like, you know, he just comes on and, yeah, like, you know, we love having anymore. him on the show. <laughs> and um yeah so we thought we'd kind of like you know get emmanuel on board as well so that's all great and um so we're going to be doing a film review so it uh, looks like as if yeah. we're going to fit that one in and if we've got time we'll uh, do a hidden gem but before all of that devaldo mm. what we're we doing we are doing our shout outs and yes. uh, yeah man this is great yeah some some quick shout outs but very very important uh, first one goes out to king.solani and uh, she's sh- shouting us out on Instagram, as she usually does. Go check out her page. She's got some really, really good content on there. And uh, yeah, she just loves what we're doing. She's looking forward to seeing Stowaway on uh, Netflix. And yeah. she may be interested to see uh, Oxygen, which we're going to talk about later as well. So shout out to King.Solani. Dark skin women. Don't we all love all kinds of women? But dark skin mm. women on <laughs> In particular. In <laughs> this page is there to celebrate uh, women of the darker complexion because you know historically you know there's been a lot of uh what, what do they call it not shadism uh colorism uh, and things what, like that you no know. no no sorry 
Yeah, it's it's like kind of yeah. like lightening up people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of colorism, you know, that goes on in the media and stuff. And this page is, is there to celebrate women of the darker complexion because we're all beautiful, no matter what complexion you are. Uh, so, dark skinned women, go check out their page. Got some really, really positive content on there, and uh, you won't regret it. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say just is on that one be warned because you could spend a lot of time going through that feed. Like, that's all I'm going to say. Just be prepared, like yes. men and women. Like, be prepared. You're just going to be yeah. spending a lot of time on that one. <laughs> and the last shout out goes to Zakharov, our very own Zakharov. And Wicked. hopefully we're going to get Zakharov on the show in July because it would have been a year since Zakharov has been uh, listening to the Flickster. So Zakharov, get your vocal cords ready and let us know your hidden gems. We're going to see you in July. There you go. Yes, it goes to show how time flies, man. I remember mm. um, Zakharov, yeah, first being announced and then I was just like, wow. Crazy, isn't it? Crazy, mm. man. And listen, look, I mean, Emmanuel, you've been listening like to us you know, babbling on for the last three years, man. So that's like, you know, a big, a big shout out to you as well. You've stuck with us all these years. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Listen, we're going to do some movie news right now. And uh, yeah, we've got some interesting pieces that we want to get through. Now, uh, Emmanuel, I know you kind of dipped in and out of this show. You haven't been kind of like a real, like, you know, person who watches kind of like Friends, but... There's going to be a Friends reunion, and this is kind of this was kind of announced. I think it was announced last year. I think HBO is bought the rights to kind of stream uh, in America the, the all of Friends, and they want to do kind of like a big whole thing. And then they said, okay, what can we do? Let's do a Friends reunion. Let's get all the cast members back again. And uh, what? When's this? When are we likely to see this? Oh, the twenty seventh of May. Twenty. Well, finally, okay. Yeah, finally set the date. That's around the corner. That is yeah. around the corner. Is this needed, do you reckon? Is it, is it needed, Emmanuel? It, Emmanuel, do you reckon this is needed? Is this something that people want to see? It's what do you think needed. about it? Well, it's not needed. It's, 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 it's not needed. No, for real, because it's just like coming to America too. It was not needed. It was just like, it was done. Yes. But you, just want to, you, but you know what? The thing is, they're bagging at least 2.5 mil each anyway. So they're, they're all getting paid. Yeah. But you know what I heard? I heard that they get paid annually anyway because because of the contracts that they've got i heard they get like a, a yeah. kickback every every year depending on obviously like yeah. you know where it's been shown syndication and stuff. but this is shown on every channel in every country everyone <laughs> knows friends so every year i heard i don't know if it's true but i heard they get near 20 million dollars a year on friends mm. like just from historic shows that's crazy yeah it's so all the reruns 2.5 mil at least 2.5 mil that they're gonna get for this yeah it's just like charity man yeah. it's like a great and, pension and, <laughs> exactly and the thing is i heard that it's not even going to be like an episode where like you know this a day in the life of the friends it's just going to be them no. sitting around and yeah. they're going to be reminiscing talking about the old episodes with a few yeah. bits and you know new characters and they've got some special uh list of like special guests as david well, beckham like, Beckham. Yeah, Tom Selleck as well. David, Selleck. Beckham. David Beckham. Beckham wasn't in Friends, was he? Was no. He? no. He's going to be in this. Oh, and, and you won't know it. You won't know this group, but it's BTS. They're a boy ba- a Korean boy Korean band. Korean boy band, ah. yeah. And they were, I was like, BTS, I what? swear. I know I haven't watched Friends yet, but I'm sure. <laughs> but do you know what? BTS. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's very strategic because maybe in Korea, Friends are very big. So maybe they, yeah. they have to fit them in. But this is very similar to the uh, Fresh Prince reunion that came on like a couple of months ago. 
Right, and it's yeah, very, yeah. very same format on HBO Max as well. So, you know, it's reminisc- reminiscing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah but what the yeah. hell is David Beckham going to say? No one's even uh, going to understand what he's saying. <laughs> like, what? It's just like you're crazy, man. All right, okay. But when it comes out, I mean, I'll, I'll be watching it. I mean, yeah. I've got to say, I, I did watch the whole of Friends, man. I, you know, it was just one of those things that you did. And it, some, you know, it was funny and it wasn't, but... You know, it's fine. Um, all right. Okay. Now let's speak about this one. Devout. I think we mentioned this maybe, maybe a couple of episodes ago. Amazon. Uh, no, was it Amazon? No, sorry. Netflix. They've bought yeah. the rights to Knives Out parts two and three, I think. And they've yeah. paid over. Just remind us again. How much did they pay? It was a lot of million. Was it 200 or something? Or maybe was it even more? It was a lot of money. Maybe it was a lot of money. More. They paid a lot of lot of money to for the rights of Knives Out Parts Two and Three, and um, obviously Daniel Craig he's going to be back. I heard yeah. Dave Bautista is maybe going to be in there as well. But there's also mm. going to be a Wonder Vision connection there. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. Well, Catherine Hahn. <laughs> who, <laughs> what? Who? She played. Uh, What's her character's name in Wonder Vision again? It Agnes. was uh, Agnes, Agatha, Agatha Harkness. That's Agatha it. Harkness. Yeah. So yeah, she's going to be a, you know what? I, I like her, you know, because in WandaVision, she, she played very well a character that was like an old school kind of vibey, 60s and all that, all that kind of stuff. She seemed very mm-hmm. good. I liked her. I can see her fitting into the kind of, uh, you know, murder mystery kind of, you know, yeah. that kind of job. What, what do you reckon, Emmanuel? Do you reckon she can fit into yeah, that? Yeah, no, yeah. Because how she came across in WandaVision, you could imagine her being, you know, the hairdo. The yeah. hairdo was just like, yes. Yeah. Classic yeah, whodunit. So Classic whodunit, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I like her. I think she'll be all right. So I'm looking forward to that one. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we, do, you know, do you know when we're going to be kind of seeing this? Is this happening, like, what, next year, a couple of years' 2022, time? 2022, yeah. I think 2022 and 2023, uh, respectively. So, yeah, uh, one each year. Because they're doing, they're doing them back to back, so they can release them, you know, one after the other. So I think that's when we're going to get them. All right. Well, we'll keep our um, right. yeah. We'll keep our ni- uh, eyes. I was going to say we'll keep our knives on that eyes. <laughs> on <the laughs> knife. um, keep a knife sharp. Exactly. All right. Listen, we're going to move on to some Marvel news. And listen, it's only befitting that we bring in some Marvel news because three years ago our whole episode was yeah. talking about Marvel. I mean, and it, we always come back to Marvel. Marvel's been kind of like you know the backbone of of the show for us. Yeah, exactly. Staple. So um, Marvel, they're working on some new stuff. And let's not forget, man, we've had, uh, obviously, WandaVision. We've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So it's already been a great year. We've still got Loki to come and we've got all the big, you know, cinema releases. But what else are they working on, guys? Yeah, they reportedly, this isn't being totally confirmed by Kevin Feige and, you know, our, our, our little birdies, little birdies. But uh, Midnight Suns, you know, mm. Midnight Suns is something that is in Marvel. It uh, consists of uh, Doctor Strange, uh, uh, Moon Knight, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Blade. So all of those kind of mystical, magical characters, uh, you know, some of them have a darker element as well. Esoteric. Sorry? Mm. Esoteric. What's that? That's the one thing that's the word you're looking for. (laughs) Don't put words in his mouth. He doesn't like that. Don't start putting stuff into his head. I'm throwing dictionaries at me, man. I I can't deal with that. (laughs) Keep it primary school for me. But uh, yeah, exactly what he he said. But yeah, all these these mystical characters, magical, you know, a bit on a sort of vampire sort of level and all that kind of stuff. Basically, they all get together and they've got their own team and they fight 
you know, darker forces. So you can imagine, uh, you know, all, all uh, you know, people like what's his name from uh, Cathone from uh, oh, the, the, you know, the book that was in, involved yeah, in uh, Scarlet in, uh, Witch. One Division. Yeah. One Division. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. One Division. That's, that's maybe be involved in uh, Doctor Strange 2. You've Nightmare. got, uh, what's his name? The guy with the tentacles. What's that guy with the tentacles called again? Uh, his name will come to me. He's, he's a Doctor Strange villain, and he actually might be in Doctor Strange too. His name will oh, come to me, but he's like a so. he's like a, he's got an eyeball in the middle, and he's got all these tentacles that come out. Oh, he's a god. I've, yeah, I've the, exactly. The yeah. got, there's all these weird names. Basically, this is going to be a weird show. If you like weird, this is good. This is going to be it. But hopefully, this is something that could be coming out in 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 uh, phase phase five. Actually, brilliant. Phase it sounds five. great. Yeah. And the and the, the name of it it just sounds great Midnight Suns. Um, whilst you were just talking, whilst you were being esoteric there, uh, Devout, I was kind of just having a quick look. Um, Morbius, he's in this as well. Ghost Rider, ah. Werewolf by Night. So yeah, it's got that kind of that yeah. strangeness to it. And you mentioned mm. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider maybe maybe showing up in Doctor Strange too as well. Hope so. So would you, you like to what? see that? Would you reckon? <sighs> I think I think you know what so part of this is like I feel sometimes they're spitballing. They're, they're throwing <laughs> out these, you know, they're throwing just out these, throwing these names out there. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then just basically seeing what the reaction's going to be like, what what the reaction's going to be with um, fans, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, can we do something with that character because mm. they got a good reaction?" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ghost Rider's a deep character, man. I mean, he's, 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 he's sold his soul to the this devil. Wicked, I mean, man. obviously we've got devilish shit going on with Doctor Strange and. And Scarlet Witch, you know, it could be Nightmare involved. Maybe they could mix it up with that. Ghost Rider is a deep, when it, when it gives you this dependence there, when he stares oh, into your soul and, yeah. you know, mate. Can you imagine seeing <laughs> that on, on, on the MCU? Shit. Man, it's really good. Um, the Robbie Reyes, he was kind of, yeah. um, did he, he turn up in S.H.I.E.L.D., wasn't he? Was he in yes. S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's all these kind of like you know incarnations. Uh, Anyone but Nicolas Cage, man. Anyone but Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, we can do without please. that. I reckon Keanu Reeves. You know, Keanu Reeves could do a wicked. Uh, that would be really good. Ghost yeah. Rider. Oof. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. likes motorbikes. So. Uh, he does. Um, was it? Was there the talk of him being? Didn't they want him yeah. in the MCU somehow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Talk of him being Moon Knight, Ghost Rider. Uh, Adam Warlock, all kinds of shit. They just, they just want him. They just want yeah. him. I don't yeah. think that. No. And and Deval, you you kind of mentioned the whole Ghost Rider maybe debuting in Doctor Strange too. Um, so this kind of this whole we haven't really heard much about like what's going on apart from the fact is that we're going to be seeing different variations now. How much truth do you think there is in this whole? We're going to see the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. We're going to see yeah. the. Um, what's the other one? What was the other guy's name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, his Spider-Man. Do you think we're going to see any of all that sort of stuff in this mix of, you know, multiverse? Yes. I reckon we're going to see them all. I actually reckon they're going to somehow squeeze in the animated Spider-Man because his voice, he was really good. I wouldn't be surprised if they somehow squeeze him in in person and he plays a character that is not related to Spider-Man. Because I reckon, you know, um, What's the director's name again? Uh, uh, Lord? No, no. Was no, it? no. Uh, what's his name? You've done Evil Dead. Sam Raimi. Oh, Sam, Sam Raimi, Raimi yeah, always yeah. squeezes in Bruce Campbell into his movies. Yes. So don't forget about him too. So yeah, I don't absolutely. know. What do you reckon, man? Are, are you up for seeing all, all the Spider-Men or do you reckon it's too many? Too many men, too many, many men. 
<laughs> Emmanuel's already like, nah, I can't be doing this. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know what comes back to me is the Spider-Man, um, the Spider-Man movie where he had Sandman. And oh yeah, it was like I was watching yeah, it earlier on. It was. Too, I just felt it was too many villains. It was like it wasn't. Re- it was one of those ones where it was basically we don't really have a, a great storyline, so we just put in. Yeah. You know, would overcompensate with more villains. And yeah, it has to, yeah, for me, they got to work together or something. It's got to be decent. Otherwise, hey, the other, the other alternative is that they're, they're literally doing it for the money and that's it. So if yeah. it works, yeah. Well. I reckon it might be a thing where it's not, I don't think they're going to have a massive influence on the movie. I think the other Spider Men will be like momentary, like they'll just literally flow through the film. Yeah, so like, come from a different, a different universe. It'd be a momentary thing. I don't think they're going to be a massive influence because I think it has to still remain, you know, uh, what's his name? Tom Holland and Zendaya Holland. and all them lot. But yeah. I hope that it's just a fleeting thing that happens that gets us all excited and opens up the universe to, yeah. you know, Doctor Strange's shit that's going to happen, multiverse and madness. Because yeah. that, that comes yeah, next up. Yeah, messes but... up, man. I'm going to go down and see Tom Holland down at New Malden. <laughs> yeah. my, my, near my neck of the woods. Yeah, he is, yeah he's a South. He's a South Londoner, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And at some go. point, at some point, we'll. Um, I, I saw his movie Cherry, which is on Apple Plus. At some point, mm. we'll we'll speak about it on the show. Okay. But um, just kind of the stuff that he's doing away from the Marvel stuff. But um, yeah, he's great. He's a great Spider-Man and we'll see more of that. So um, yeah, let's park that for a little bit. Let's speak about Deadpool. Now, what's going on with Deadpool, man? Are we, he's going to be in the MCU. He is definitely going to be on board and they are going to keep him R-rated, which is great news for us yeah. because we love that. But what's, what's going on? Yeah, so Deadpool 3 um, and Wolverine team-up for Marvel Phase 4 has been cancelled. Um you probably, as you probably know or may not know, like Ryan Reynolds has basically been talking about Deadpool three for the past couple of years, yeah. Um, and even more recently, like tweeted that the plot for Deadpool three, which he he actually you know emphasised, it wasn't a joke. His you know his tweet, even though he's a bit of a comic, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was he was he t- he, t- he tweeted uh, Deadpool Deadpool three was uh, going to be basically like a road trip between Deadpool and Logan old man Wolverine yeah. um, going around trying to sort of unravel something like a, a murder mystery. But the, mm. the reason why they've, um, why Deadpool three has been canceled now is because they've brought on um, new writers from Bob's burgers uh, to work with Ryan Reynolds um, now. So it's been what, like six months so far. So it's just been a slow progression and yeah. And that's the reason why it's not, you know, uh, it's been cancelled up until up to now, so we will get it. Yeah, we will get it. And like you said, you know, they're still going to remain R-rated. You know, Ryan Reynolds. That's going to keep on um, putting money in in the pockets anyway. Moving Ryan Reynolds to MCU eventually after you know after Deadpool three. So it's yeah, he's going to be a staple really. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Because where did it, where did it end with the whole kind of on Dead, Deadpool two? I can't even remember how it all ended. How how, how did that all end? All kinds of time travel shit. Remember, like Cable had to like uh, use his time travel thing to to, to uh, fix something, and right, and, and Deadpool was back, <laughs> back and forth. Yep. It, was, it was just all time travel yeah. shit. Remember the little yeah. time travel uh, thing machine that he had, and Juggernaut was involved, and they went to that home. 
the the, the young kid the place uh, uh, on fire and I don't know it was, yeah. it, was, it was fun it was fun I think the first yeah, one was yeah. better though yeah, of fun. course yeah, oh man fun. first one was great 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 um, yeah so we'll kind of like you know keep you posted up on all that Deadpool stuff because this it is a great kind of great little franchise that they're working on and Ryan Reynolds man he's really great I really want to I really want to see his um, his movie on uh, whenever that's coming out Free is it Free Fall or Free Guy or something have you guys oh, seen the trailer one, for this? I think that one's only basically cinema release, isn't it? They're holding that one for a cinema release only. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So that would be kind of, um, you know, something that we can look forward to. All right. But check this news out. I want to kind of mention this. Henry Cavill. So my mate Henry, apparently he un, he unsubscribed or he unfriended um, or he unsubscribed or whatever it is from Warner Brothers and DC on his social yeah. media. So check this out, right? So there's rumors are going on that that's it. He severed ties with DC, with Warner Brothers, and he's going a separate way because maybe you've heard about this. Maybe our listeners have heard about this as well. Um, there's talk of them recasting Superman, and we've spoken about it on the show before. A black Superman. A black Superman. <laughs> and oh maybe God. that got up his goat, and maybe he was like, well... What the, what the hell, guys? Like, you know what? I thought I was going to be Superman for at least another movie. And if you're talking about recasting it, then, okay, see you later, man. So he's like off their, um, their Instagram, their Twitter or whatever. And, um, and that's it. Yeah, man, he's pissed off. So they pissed off the man, the last mm. son of Krypton, man. What's going on? Mm. What do you reckon? Heck. I don't know. I, the Black Superman, I think, I don't know. I think... I think that might have been a deliberate wind-up, man, because for me anyway, I'd prefer Superman just being white. And, yeah. Yeah, just keep it original. They're forcing it. There's other black characters they, 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 they can make. They're, they're yeah. forcing in, uh, I don't know, what, I don't know who, who had that idea. You know, DC's all, all kinds of madness, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just imagine, I don't know what kind of the, the, the black Superman... Are they serious on that one? Or, or I, you know I what? Because apparently the, the, they've, hi- they've hired a writer to start yeah. working on the script. And this writer, she's worked on, um, I think, is it, is it them? Or she's, she's worked on a show mm. where, um, you know, and, and I get it. Because if you are going to kind of write a story where, you know, it's, you know, where that person portraying it as a person of colour, then you need to get a person of colour who's going to be writing those yeah. those storylines and kind of, you mm. know, that dialogue and whatnot. I totally get that. So I think they'll do it going that way. But I'm like, yeah, exactly like what you said. There are other characters. We mentioned on this show about Green Lantern and yeah. Zack Snyder. He, 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 he was going to have like Green Lantern in, in the Snyder cut as well mm. at some point and mm. then obviously that got cut so maybe you know john stewart maybe they could be maybe they start off in that way and then maybe start i don't know there's there's loads of ways of doing it but it's weird the fact that he's kind of he's kind of taking them off his social media i mean yeah. there's there's something in that right i mean yeah i mean yeah he's probably throwing his you know dummy out the pram isn't he with, with that one right <laughs> imagine man black superman he's trying to save the world isn't it? <laughs> A girl with a with a big ass walks past, and he's like, <laughs> "Sorry, sorry, 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 I just got distracted for a second. Really distracted. <laughs> Probably arrive at, at the at the at the scene late as well. Be like, oh man, <laughs> sorry, I was just look. <laughs> Next time I'll be there on time. <laughs> you know, what I mean? 
<laughs> oh shit, man! We've been driving a BMW to the crowd to the event as well. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> them cars that go all the stereotypes you can think of, man. Can you imagine? Oh gosh, man, that is hilarious. <laughs> we have a I Jerry mean, curl, man. Be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's all shit. Have the, have the chain all the spinning. shit stereotypes it's all going to be weaved oh, in weaved in somehow Mate. yeah um, but me. yeah listen we kind of mentioned this before and um, we said about Michael B. Jordan and he's probably got if yeah. this does happen he would probably be a big shout out for, for yeah, Superman yeah. right I mean yeah. if, there, if there, anyone at the moment <laughs> yeah, tell me about it alright okay listen we're going to end our uh, movie news just on this one last bit of information so Star Wars the Star Wars universe it is expanding May the 4th that just obviously happened uh, on May the 4th they released The Bad Batch and you can catch that on Disney Plus which I haven't uh, haven't watched just yet and I know you guys have Ooh, I'll say nothing yeah, I'll, I'll say it. nothing please say no Good. more but check this out uh, um Ewan McGregor, he was being interviewed just recently and uh, he just said that he was filming on May the 4th. So he's doing his Obi-Wan show and check this out. He let slip or he mentioned, he said that he's filmed a scene with someone really, really, really special. Someone he's never worked with before. And he mentioned his robes. His robes are going to be different on this new Obi-Wan show. So, um, yeah, so we're going to be getting a new Star Wars show, which is Obi-Wan. So I don't know where it all fits in with The Mandalorian and with the show Katana and everything like that. But maybe next, maybe next year, are we going to be seeing this develop? What does it mean, though, he's going to be getting new robes? Has he got a promotion or something? In that? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> new robes. And by know. the way, and by the way, Darth Vader is going to be in this as well. So hey, they, yeah. they're roping in Hayden Christensen, I think. He's going to be coming back. A few years after we last, uh, I think after the Sith, isn't it? But it's, it's after the Sith yeah. and before New after Hope, so somewhere in between that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, so yeah, so uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. And like I said before, we can watch The Bad Batch. And if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, go check that one out as well. All right, okay. Box set watch list. Again, what have we got on this section, Devalda? Okay, here we go. Yeah, Inv- Invincible. Yeah, man. Oh, man, let's quickly speak all about right. Invincible. Who has... Who has- who has not seen that? This no, no, show, we've seen, seen it. it we've seen it. This show is wicked. <laughs> we have oh, guys, seen it, man. You need to see this show, guys. If you're listening, go to Amazon, get your friend's this, Amazon account. This cartoon is heavy. Wicked you know how cartoon. I usually binge, right? Mm. I, 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 I failed and actually decided to watch this one week at a time. And I thought, mm. you know, I made the biggest mistake. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've just got to watch so this good, all the way isn't through. It? It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, episode seven. Mm. Yeah, I mean, oh. the you know the, the the way I looked at it is like this: like the ending. Okay, look, we're fast we're fast forwarding here. So if you if you haven't watched this, then kind of you know switch off and then come back to this. But yeah, at the end of it, if if um, Omni Man is, you know, if he is this kind of like superhuman being and like you know he's supposed to be taking over the wor- worlds and whatnot, he leaves his son and he kind of feels some sort of love for him. Does he come back and are there more Omni people? Are they, is he going to come back with more? You know, how's his son going to kind of like, you know, defend the earth? Like, you know, I was just thinking, shit, how, which direction are they going to take this oh, in? It's mad. This is based on a comic book, right? Yeah. The comic book finished so, yeah. in 2019. So the story has been concluded in, in the comic. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a, what is it? Image, Image Universe uh, superhero. I think right. that was the comic book. And it was by the creators of... Uh, 
Robert Kirkman and mm. uh, Ives Corey. That's it, Walker. the Walking Dead guys. Yeah. Yeah, but what I, what I like about it is that the voice active, the voice cast, um, good, is good, is good, and I and you can also you, you can pretty much imagine them as the if they if they were the actual actors as well because um, J.K. Simmons does he not oh, look like Omni Man? He does. Like, resemble Om- Omni Man. Yeah. He's great. And then Sandra Sandra um, Oye yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Sandra, like, yeah, she plays his wife, uh, his uh, yes, mum. Yeah, they were all yeah. drawn to actually resemble. It's like it's almost like they were cast first, and then the, then the animators drew them to look like their characters, and they all really fit. Uh, what's her name? Zazie Beats. She's really yeah. good in it. It was a Stephen Yeun. Yeah. He can't do anything wrong at the moment. But this yeah, whole, like, I just think if you guys ain't seen it, like just watch it. It's uh, Vulture Mites. It's all like super, all like super, it's, like, Superman it's, type. How would you describe it? It's basically like uh, if Superman came to Earth, yeah, and he wasn't the um, the farm boy. He didn't have the upbringing of the farm boy. Yeah. So yeah. He has an ulterior motive, basically. Ulterior like, motive. Yeah. Zod came down as Superman, then he then he changed his, to General Zod, and yeah. now he wants to <laughs> beat everyone up. And the but, yeah, way yeah, he yeah, dealt yeah. with that, that 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 team in the in the first episode yeah. or second episode, yeah. or whatever, it was wicked. Yeah, the guard, the, guard, uh, the guardians, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. it was yeah, yeah. Team, yeah. Um, so Amazon, they're on to a winner over there. They've got the boys, they've got Invincible. So go go check that, those shows out. Uh, we think you're going to love them. And uh, Netflix, they've got Money Explained. And I know, Manuel, you've kind of, you kind of shared this uh, with us before. And I think you've maybe seen this. But yeah, tell us about Money Explained. Yeah, so Money Explained is a new series on Netflix. Uh, a series of what, like five documentary episodes. Um, and it covers basically like the social and cultural aspects of money. I mean, everyone is close to money. If you tell me you ain't, then you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> I need some more. Of it, no, one likes, no one likes getting mugged. No one likes, likes getting shortchanged. Tell me. Anyway, that. basically these episodes like go through like um, uh, episode on like get get rich quick schemes and why we fail, why we fall for them every time, no matter like who you are or where you're from. Uh, it covers credit cards, student loans, gambling and retirement. Cryptocurrency, is that in there? That's not as a not as an episode, but okay. it is in one of the episodes. Yeah, so yeah, they they talk. It's it's really good. It's a really good episode. Um, I liked the one about on credit cards because it we all have them. Yeah, I've got I've got a credit card, but how they make money on you? It's crazy. And how there's um there's basically credit card they call them credit card hackers, and the and these are people who actually own. There's one guy on there who owns like 20 credit cards, but he uses their their um, their strategies against them. So he plays uh. plays it against them, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's that episode was really good. Yeah. interesting. You know the thing. You know the thing with these kind of like these documentaries about money and obviously how money works and stuff. One thing it just made me think about was, you know, back in school, we never had anyone. Like, you know, telling us about no. how money works. Like, you know, how this shit works, man. Like, you know. There's no, there's no point. Why would they? Yeah. It, they want to keep it, us down so that we can that, feed yeah. into you the know system. What? Exactly. Yeah. This is the thing, man. We never got like someone saying to us, well, listen, look, right. When you get older, you get the money, maybe, you know, invest in a little bit and, or maybe yeah. look for ways to like, you know, have multiple streams. Of I don't know, all this sort of stuff. There's so mm-hmm. many things that are going on with what you can do with money, but we don't get that. Mm-hmm. So we're getting this through documentaries people are yeah. creating stuff for us to kind of learn about this stuff and we realize 
I think it's like the 1% of the world's population, they control like 99% of the wealth. Yeah. Yeah. That's like... Especially with the, whole, with the whole lockdown as well. I think that's what's elevated the whole thing as well. Like, you know, with the whole lockdown, people not working, having to yeah. find like, you know, other streams of income, everyone's all on the money, you know? Yeah, Cryptocurrency, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, so uh, check that one out. It's called uh, Money Explained and it's on Netflix and you can binge watch that. And the next one that we want to speak about is Warrior from... Now, this has been out a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. It was it was a friend of ours, that um, mine and Deval's, that actually um, told me about this. And then when I, when, I, when I watched it, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is actually good. It's based on an original... Um, uh, based on an original concept and treatment by Bruce Lee and executive produced by his daughter Shannon Lee and Justin Lin uh, who's worked on Fast and Furious oh. franchise like Fast and Furious 9 and Tokyo Drift and he did the Star Trek Beyond as well mm. um, and it's basically a two, se- two seasons of like 60 minute episodes full on spaghetti western I know yeah. you like spaghetti western as well peppered <laughs> with your favourite martial I arts love and it. it's, loves it's, westerns <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's 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 basically set during the um tong wars in the um late 1800s where they were building the rail railroads you got you got the interwoven story with um the black slavery as well yeah. during that times as well um and it's yeah it's a really gritty uh spaghetti western um it stars some some um actors that i hadn't seen before yeah. like uh andrew koji uh, who plays um, Assam? Uh, who's a, who's basically his 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 first episode makes uh, like an unforgettable entrance, the first impression when he basically emigrates to the US in search for his older sister. Yeah. Um, you got Olivia Chang as well, who um, who runs the brothel in Chinatown. Yeah. If uh, if look at he's interested now. Yeah. 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 Dan uh, Dayon, um, who plays um, Assam's uh, older sister, who we learned during the during the series why she disappeared and why her relationship between her, her and her brother is quite bitter. There's underlining, yeah, there's murky water, waters under, in there, and um, and Joanna uh, Vanderham, who is played, who plays Penel- a character called Penelope Blake, uh, the wife of a, a town uh, a town's pompous mayor. Um, who she married uh, to save her father's business because back in the day it was that that was the kind of like um, transactions you, you you know that was conducted oh dowry you know, like, yeah, yeah dowry um, daughter marry you know, into rich families yeah, and stuff yeah to settle agreements and stuff yeah so okay. I think if you liked if you liked maybe Peaky Blinders mm. this is probably a show that you yeah if you like kung fu as well this this will be a show that you might like as well. Yeah, right. yeah, nice Definitely. one. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great little addition over there. All right, okay, let's check out some trailers, and um, yeah, let's let's go with this one. So, House of the Dragon. Mm. So, Duvaldo, tell us this because this is kind of like a prequel to yeah the whole Game of Thrones universe. And yeah. folks, you might remember that went on for about nine seasons, and this whole kind of world building that came out of. Uh, uh, George R. R. Martin's mind, mm. you know, HBO, they bought it, huge show. So what's going on? Are we go- we're going backwards now, aren't we? We're going back, back, 
fourth and fourth, like uh, <laughs> Aaliyah said. But this is, yeah, this is a, pre- a, a prequel, a Game of Thrones. G- George R. R. Martin is back on board, actually, as a consultant on this to guide the writing, which is really encouraging. So, mm. you know, in the, in the first Game of Thrones season, he was on board for the first two seasons. And after that, they went off on our next, you know, tangent. And we all know how that ended. But yeah, this is House of the Dragon. This is going to center around the famous Targaryen household who are just like in that day and age, they were the the, the gangsters of, you know, of that, of that land, uh, the Seven Kingdoms. They're dragons. They had so many more dragons than so many, so much more power. We're going to have, we've got Paddy Cosadine. Uh, <coughs> can't say his name. Yeah. Paddy Cosadine. He's been in uh, all like, you know, Simon Pegg films and stuff like that. Yeah, he has. He's been around. You know, World's yeah. End, Hot Files, all that kind of stuff. He's going to be Viserys Targaryen, who's a gangster. We've got Olivia Cook, who's playing uh, Alicent Hightower, because we're going to have mm. some major families in this. You may, you may have heard whispers of the Hightowers from the past and stuff like that. Otto Hightower is going to be involved as well. Big, big, big name in the past. You've got Rhaenyra Targaryen, gangstress. Gangstress, yeah, riding her dragons like no one can stop her. So you've got some really, really, really big names in this. So at the moment, they don't mean much because we've only heard, you know, rumors and we've only heard legend, you know. But we're going to see what this legend is all about. We're also going to have the Starks involved as well. So all I can say is next year, 10 episodes are going to roll out from April. Look out for it. Good. Brilliant. Mm. Can I wait for that? If I become an author, I'm going to put RR in between my first name and my third name. (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) tell me about it man (laughs) (laughs) let's speak about this next one and i know we've got some stuff to say about this uh so this the trailer dropped for venom there Mm. will be carnage which is the second Mm. part the continuation of the story of venom and um so go back a few years when this movie came out it was it was an actual huge hit for sony this was kind Mm. of like really big I don't think the critics were totally on board. It kind of got mixed reviews. I actually had a really good time watching it, if I'm being honest. Like, you know, some bits were kind of like, you know, obviously it's not an instant classic. It had some good nah. bits. Tom Hardy's obviously always watchable, but it did enough money for them to say, okay, you know what? Let's let's shove some more money into it and let's make a second one. It ended off with there being a kind of little cameo of uh, Woody Harlson. He's going to be playing uh, Cletus Cassidy, who's Carnage in the comic books. But yeah, man, what did you guys make of this trailer? Because it's mad. It's a pretty mad one. It's a mad one. It's a mad yeah. one. Uh, I just, you know, I'll be honest. I didn't really fancy the first one too, too much. I thought it was entertaining, yeah. but I kind of felt like it just, I don't know, maybe it was overhyped or something. But yeah. this one, I'm I'm really going to lower my expectations because I think this one is either going to be really great or it's going to, I think it's going to be shit. Shit. I don't yeah. know why I think that. Andy Serkis is directing. He's a king of motion capture. This is going to involve a lot of, you know, CG and motion capture and stuff like that. Uh, from the looks of it, I think even Emmanuel mentioned offline that, you know, Carnage looks like, can't look Carnage, sorry, uh, Venom seems to be a bit of a joker. Uh, you know, he's just he's mumbling to the shopkeeper and stuff like that. And I don't know, this one, we'll have to wait and see, but it's going to be a, it's going to be a box office like smash again, I reckon, because people are going to run to see it because at the moment yeah. we can't see <clears throat> shit. So when this comes out, people are going to be running to go watch the film. I don't yeah. know. Well, but I've heard, I've heard that, um, you know, in the trailer, the, you, you see the detect, there's a de- detective in mm. there. Yeah. Uh, he's basically um, a character. I think he's going to be a, like, a, well, what I've heard is that 
Um, the detective character is going to be um, Patrick Mulligan, mm. who in the trailer um, I've heard is going to be Toxin, yeah. who's the spawn of Carnage. So it's like Toxin is the nephew, Carnage is the father, the father oh my gosh. and Venom is like grandfather. Hmm. And, it's and another one. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, for me anyway, like, like kind of like what you touched upon over there, Deval, it was like, it, it was very jokey. Like, you know, there's a bit in there in the trailer where he walks into kind of like the convenience store and the, 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 the owner, like, what's that? She, she's yeah. on first, She's on first name basis with with Venom. It's like, oh hi Venom, hey, oh, how you doing? First name. Did you have a good day. The thing is that was so weird about that um, was, that he, as a symbiote, no one else is supposed to hear him because he hears those voices in his head. So how yeah. she says hi Venom was just what threw me off. I was like, what? Wait, she either thinks he's like a nutter oh, with like yeah. multiple personalities. Yeah. And in between, <laughs> in between films, he's explained what's going on or something. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I don't know. Yeah. It was just a bit crazy. This one, this is out. When is, this is out in September, isn't it? I think this year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, check it out. If you haven't seen those trailers, go check them out um, and let us know what you think. Uh, all right. Let's do some highlights now. We obviously mm. we've mentioned that this is our kind of like you know three years. We've been doing this for three years, and we kind of want to go back a little bit and speak about some of the highlights that we had over the three years. And um, this one, right? This is super interesting. Uh, because this movie, this we're going to quickly mention this movie over here. It's a film called The Europa Report. And it's a hidden gem that Deval mentioned on the show back in June 2018. And um, to this day, we still get people messaging us on our YouTube channel and writing comments about that movie, Deval. To this day, we're still getting yeah. these com odd comments that come in and out. So what? tell us about this. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, this was this was like a hidden gem, like a really good hidden gem. Uh, yeah. Came out in 2013, the Europa Report. It stars Charlo Chopley, who was in District 9, and Chappie, yeah. the South African actor. And the film is just about basically scientists. It's like, you know, NASA. They go out to explore Europa, which is a, a, a moon around Jupiter. I won't, won't, mm. I won't make a mistake this time, because when I first did it, I said a moon around Saturn, and I got mixed up. But it's a moon around Jupiter that is uh, basically uh, in a, a lump. It looks like a lump of ice, but below the first surface of ice, or the, or the uh, initial surface of ice, there's a massive, massive ocean underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. And it's said that this ocean carries more water than all the oceans of Earth. Yeah? Whoa. Let that marinate for a second. So imagine... The, the volume of water we're talking about there. And the reason mm. why this moon isn't fully you know, iced up is because of the gravita uh, gravitational sort of uh, tiding that happens when different objects move around and the, the, the heat what basically warms up different uh, moons around planets. A bit, a bit crazy mm. to understand, but basically because of the movement, there's heat generated in the core of the moon, which is why there's liquid water. So these people travel to that moon to dig under the ice, which is about seven miles, and then they go under the water to see if they can find life. So that's what it's about. But yeah, you're right. This was a massive, massive hidden gem. To this day, people are still talking about it because the science on this is actually quite, it's quite realistic. This is something yeah, that I point. think could happen in the future. Yeah. It's yeah. quite deep, isn't it? I know you're a man of science too, Emmanuel, aren't you? You like, you like a bit of science, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but I mean, why do you think? Yeah, so Deval, why is it? Why do you think people are still kind of, you know, talking about this movie like after all these years? I think it's because one, uh, real science nerds love a good sci-fi film that is yeah. entertaining, factual, and has a, a, a element of it could happen in real life. You yeah. know, like there's a film called Titan, which we covered as a hidden gem, which yeah. uh, stars a man that goes off to uh, Saturn's moon, uh, Titan, mm. which is like, which has like liquid uh, methane, uh, like rivers and stuff like that. And to get is that into, the one where it was genetically modified? Or, um, yes, they genetically yeah. modified his DNA yeah. so he can then live on this planet because it's mainly methane and all kinds of stuff. But yeah, for this, mm. for this one, this is it's realistic because obviously. Yeah. You know, if there's oceans there, what could be under those oceans? It could be some kind of, you know, some kind of life. Not like I'm not saying that you're gonna get Aquaman, you know, swimming (laughs) around and you get octopuses (laughs) and sharks and all that. But there could be some kind of life down there. But But it's not even it's not even life either. It could be energy as well, some sort of energy that or fuel or something like that. Yeah. There you go. So interesting. Yeah, so um, if you want to go back and listen to that episode, it's from June 2018. And obviously mm. check out our YouTube channel. We posted it up there and there's kind of lots of kind of like, you know, ch- chatter on there as well. So go do that. And also, listen, this wouldn't be an anniversary if you didn't bring up the movie that was huge for us. And like, you know, we kind of, it was, it was such big anticipation of this movie, Devaldo. Like, you know, we were always kind of like talking about it especially after Infinity War and we were leading up to this and it was a huge highlight for us, but this is Endgame from April 2019. And just remind everyone again, how many times did you end up uh, watching this in the cinema? <laughs> oh my God. I saw Endgame, oh shit, is it 12? 12 or 13 times in the cinema. I saw it uh, in one day, I saw it uh, yeah, twice in one day. Wow. Uh, Imagine being the, the person at the box office, being like, wow, I've seen your face. Yeah. Oh, no, I spread it out. I went different places. <laughs> <laughs> I spread it out. <laughs> no, I time off work. I mean, we all, this is big for all of us. I mean, we all, exactly. this was like, this was the thing that you couldn't stand still for. You had to, yeah. you know, I, know, I know you, Emmanuel, you like to you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, binge things, but I'm sure even for this, you had to be there, didn't you? I took, <laughs> you know, I took the days off. I've taken days off for, for premiere. Yeah, we, we're nerds, man. We are proper nerds. This, but done. this is great. This is what I love. And listen, I don't know about you guys, but on the showing, on one of the showings that I kind of uh, saw over here, for me, always, for me, always, 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 the bit where Captain America, oh. he finally lifts Thor's hammer. Do you know people, like, do you know the amount the people were like, got out of their seats? They, yeah. they were literally going, they, they went mental. They went crazy. Yeah. And you couldn't help feel kind of like, this is cinema magic. This is absolute like cinema gold, man. There was like that movie had that. Uh, in terms of kind of like out of the two movies, Infinity War for me is mm. is that mm. bit better. Mm. I, I think yeah. it is it is it is absolutely amazing that movie. Almost a perfect movie, you know. It's, Almost it a is, perfect man. movie. Yeah. And then um and then obviously Endgame is littered with kind of you know of the, of these great great Moment. things. Um. But what was it, Emmanuel? What was your highlight, man, for for Endgame? That that one, that one, because it um, Captain America holding the 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 hammer, Thor's hammer, because it, it it quickly took me back to when they were all chilling at the um, at um, uh, St- uh, Tony Stark's um, Ultron. Yeah, and <laughs> they were all they were all having a drink, and then you know 
uh, you left it on the table and everyone's just having a go trying to lift the hammer. Mm. You yeah. got the whole. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Even you can't do it, yeah. <laughs> and then the, who was the one character that almost um, Cap, lifted it, it, kind it of shook it a little bit? It's it's Cap, but then there was someone else, wasn't there? No, no. Uh, was, kind oh, of sure. he might, he might. And then Cap. you see, and then you see Thor's face. He's like, shit, shit. Yeah. He's going to lift yeah. it up. Yeah. And what they're saying <laughs> is, if you go back and there's there's a uh, there's an interview that Kevin Feige gave. Mm. He actually says that he's always been worthy to yeah. lift up the hammer, but he just chose not to do it at yeah. that point. Oh, yeah. The other person who lifted it up was um, in Age of Ultron. Um, was I mean, uh, Vision. Uh, Vision. Vision, actually. Vision. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, Deval, man, what did you, you know, when you watched it the first time and then when you watched it the, the, the 20th time, what was yeah. it like, man? Was it like the same it's thing? It's still good. Yeah, the, the moments were just there. For me, like I said, the film was full of moments. And for me, I still felt that, that, that you know, the butterflies or the buzz when, you know, he lifted the hammer and he went against Thanos. Go on, Deval. Uh, what was um, what, what, what was said in scene two? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel and he went I like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's yeah. that good that's good but yeah no, good film good film good film yeah that was, that was a really good one and it was a great highlight for us as well because we kind of went into the whole movie and we spoke about it mm. on the show and mm. you know it was it, that was probably one of our you know our long episodes as well um, and another thing that we want to kind of quickly mention as a highlight for us this this was just absolutely crazy. I remember this. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of hype behind... Um, Get Out. Get Out. A huge hype. And we watched it. We loved that movie. Obviously, Daniel Kaluuya and everything. And uh, Jordan Peele. And it kind of, you know, it came out of nowhere as well. And kind of like took a lot of people by surprise. Critics loved mm. it. It was good at the box office. And then there was a lot of anticipation uh, for Jordan Peele's next movie. And then the trailers started dropping and... We were like, okay, what's going? What's he doing next? And then we heard he's making this movie called Us, and we developed uh, uploaded the trailer, right? So this is crazy. So he uploaded the trailer. I remember this specifically, right? He uploaded the trailer on our YouTube channel, and uh, you know we get a few kind of like you know views and stuff like that. And the next thing you know, it Deval messages me and he goes, "Have you seen our YouTube channel?" I'm like, "Yeah, what? Like what? What's on there?" And he goes, "Have you seen the Us trailer?" And I was like, "Yeah, I've seen it." He goes, no, no, have a look at how many people have seen the Us trailer. And it was like a hundred, it was over a hundred thousand people. Yeah, and I was just like, up, climbing up. I was like, what? what? What's going on? <laughs> Where did this come from? So what, what was that? What was that whole thing, Deval? That was a, that was a unique moment because like, uh, we put different things on YouTube and you get a few views here and there, but you just want to share. We're not really there to, you know, not counting views and stuff like that. But this yeah. one here. Uh, it was posted on Christmas Eve. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Christmas Eve, 2018. Everyone's home. Posted it, and the phone was just popping off. Just comments and views: ten thousand, twenty thousand, fifty thousand. Like shit, a hundred thousand. I think it peaks at like hundred and thirty-one thousand or something, or something like that. Are you yeah. seeing that? Like the clock just going? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's like shit. Like you know, went to sleep, woke up, more thousands. <laughs> it was more thousands. This is the bread and butter. This is normal for them. For us, yeah, it wasn't yeah. normal. So we got a bit excited, you know. Posted yeah, another video did. after that, got five views. But, you got five, got, got nothing, got absolutely you know, nothing. Back to but normality. you know what? The great, thing, the great thing for me was it was reading the comments. It was reading yeah. the comments. And obviously there's like 
thousands and thousands of comments, people saying, oh, what could the theory be? And what's this and what's that? Mm. That was brilliant. And people were having debates, man. Yeah. There was some proper That's debates what I really about... about it, it's not even the views, it's the, it's the interaction. You're right. That's what yeah. is the best thing. So for me, that was a great highlight over the last three years and just kind of having that scene, what, how movies affect people. Like mm. people, like for some people, yeah, they just go to the cinema. They just want to just kind of switch off for a couple of hours and then they go home and right, that's it. They get back to life. But there's people out there who really, really kind of, you know, they, they get into the whole world of the movie that they're watching and there's kind of like theories and there's, there's other shit going on behind. And we, we do that on this show ourselves and it's great just to kind of see that. So, um, yeah, folks, if you kind of, you know, want to go back and check those episodes out, you know, please do June 2018, April 2019 and um, sometime in, well, yeah, December 2018, I think it was when the whole us trailer, you can go I think, online. Because I think for me, it was the one that thing that stuck in my head as, um, was um, hearing Jordan Peele basically um, directing. And and then after the movie, after the movie came out, it was just like, who knew, you know, this guy who basically cracks jokes. Comedy, is, yeah. Is talented. You know what I mean? Like he produced this movie. That was just, yeah, yeah. that was just like, wow. Yeah. That's, I, think, I think that's why Chris Rock got all excited and got himself involved in Saw, which <laughs> is not here in the UK yet, but I think uh, we'll yeah. be seeing that for next week. So let's We're see how Spiral turns out. <laughs> exactly yeah 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 which, which by the way guys i mean i'm hearing some good i don't want to say it, i don't want to jinx it Is my it? expectation uh, is low but i'm hearing really uh, really good stuff about okay. it so yeah, we'll okay. see what happens uh, yeah sam man we'll see what big sam's doing in that one all right okay listen uh so we're going to be doing an anniversary corner now anniversary corner has been a staple of this show where we've kind of you know, always brought, uh, you know, uh, movies which are kind of, you know, um, you know, 10 years old mm. all the way up to kind of like 30 years old. And we've got, man, the number of movies that we've spoken about. And, you know, <laughs> whilst the show is obviously, you know, we've had iterations of the show and stuff like that, we've kind of thought maybe sometimes we speak too much about these movies and kind of like, you know, we need to, you know, change it up a bit. So we've kind of been focusing on maybe one or two movies on Anniversary Corner. And um, so on this this episode, we've got one movie that we want to speak about from 10 years ago. And this is from 2011. Now, guys, I've actually seen this movie. Um, have, you, have, you, have you two seen it? I ain't seen it, no. Yeah, I no. actually watched this. The Iron Lady referring to Margaret Thatcher, who was the prime minister uh, in the 70s uh, and 80s, or she won in, the, in 79 or something like that. And then, yeah. you know, throughout the eight, up until... <laughs> up until John Major got in there. But um, what's her name? She always wins the Oscar. Meryl Streep. Yeah. Meryl Streep. She yeah. does a, I've got to say, man, she does a, there's a good performance in there. She, you know, yeah. she plays Margaret Thatcher. She gets that whole accent. She gets the, the mannerisms, you know, she gets the whole thing. And um, yeah. Oh, actually, I've seen this. Yeah, so Amanda, you've seen it. So, you know, she, she yeah. kind of encapsulates that whole thing, that vibe of, you know, the 80s, you know, her starting off her political career. And you know what? A lot of people don't realise. I mean, she's she's been the one and only female, like, leader of the country. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, uh, Theresa May was afterwards, didn't oh, it? Sorry, yeah, Theresa May. Damn it, let me, let, let me rewind that, Theresa May. The bot, the May bot, the May bot. So, yeah, so it kind of sets a precedent, you know, kind of set a precedent, like, you know, how yeah. many world leaders 
you know, yeah. in you know, in the Western world, like you know, that you've seen female leaders. I, well, I can't. The New Zealand know. one doing a really great job. Everyone's singing her praises. The Loves New Zealand her. president. People love her. They yes. love her. And obviously, you've got the yeah. gangstress Angela Merkel. Love that name. Like she's gangster. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's not. I think now maybe more often, but back in the day, that was like a yeah. rare, rare thing. Seventies and eighties, man. Yeah, she yeah. took away our milk, though. I didn't like her for that. Uh, in, in <laughs> yeah, primary, exactly. In primary yeah, school, yeah. Margaret Thatcher, the milk snatcher. She was not a liked person, though, back then, either. Like, yeah, yeah. A lot of changes that like, people were not happy about. Yeah, so, exactly. So, like, you know, kind of like the all that. Poll, your coal <laughs> mines, the poll tax, and all, the, all that sort of stuff. Um, a great so film, kind of like, great what? film. It is. It is a decent movie. It is a decent movie, and um, it's kind of like a slice of our messed up like you know history mm. basically like yeah, you know wh- yeah. whichever way you look at it it's, it's there and people mm. should watch it so that's iron lady that yep. is from 2011 uh, and i think she won the oscar for it now that Probably. movie has no connection whatsoever <laughs> no connection whatsoever to the main movie that we're going to be speaking about however we did speak about a movie last week called stowaway and it's, it's, it's kind of weird, Devel. We spoke about Stowaway last yeah. week where the yeah. theme in that movie was this idea about survival and about mm. oxygen. And yeah. this movie, like this week's uh, kind of like main movie is, a, is, is entitled Oxygen. And mm. this is a French movie co-production with, with American company as well, uh, directed by, I think it's Alex, Alexandra Aja, Aja, Aya. Yeah. French guy, French director. He's, yeah. he's done quite a few things actually. And it stars the girl from uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yep. Melanie Lauren. Oui. Laurent. Mm. Laurent. And uh, so this is a sci-fi movie. It's yep. uh, set in, yeah, it's set in the future, right? Yeah. Don't know how far in the future, but in the future. Let's set this up. Um, Emmanuel, yeah. have you seen this, by the way? Because I don't I know. Right. You, okay. You haven't seen it. Okay. I'll set it up we'll, if you like. So, yeah. So yeah. we talked about but space travel before. And in this, in this film, uh, Earth are looking to go to another planet and settle. So this planet is, I think, 14 light years away, which is not close. 14 light years <laughs> is literally like the amount of time light would travel in that year. And if light is traveling 186,000 miles per second, you can imagine if you were to travel for a year at that speed, it's a long way away. So they've, they've got this uh, ship that uh, has a nuclear energy source that can travel, not just be the light, but it can travel really fast. It'll get them there in 35 years. But in that time, they need to, uh, you know, they've got, they've got people in these, what do they call them again, where they... they uh, Cry, cryopods. You know, they, that's the word, oh, cryopods. Yeah. That's it, yeah, so they can, they can stay asleep all that time and wake up when they get there. And uh, unfortunately, something goes wrong in this in uh, you know this person's cryopod, and she wakes up. They haven't even got to the moon yet. No, <laughs> oh, wait, so they just that's left. 20, 20, 21 million kilometers. What's that? I just did a calculation on the on the oh, light speed. <laughs> light speed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Check this guy out, yeah. man. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a very very far exactly. But yeah, the moon is only like two hundred and forty. Um, 240,000 miles away and that's when she wakes up like it's literally yeah. on the start of the journey so she's thinking shit I'm fucked here you know <laughs> so she wakes up uh, lack of and then there's, there's, there's been a sort of a malfunction in her cryopod which means her oxygen is depleting by the minute mm. and it says she's got 77 minutes until her oxygen runs out 
she's there talking to the machine, uh, who is like a you know uh, AI trying to figure it out, calling people, trying to figure out where she is so they can come to physically help her. As the film goes on, you find out that there's much more than meets the eye. It's yeah. not just about the oxygen running out. There's other shit going on. She isn't not as a simple story as to who she is. She yep. is a person called uh, Liz or Elizabeth, who's a scientist, but it's not that simple. It's like, yeah, it's just not that simple. This is the future. So, you know, yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much, but all, all I can say is that she's in a lot of shit. And, she, and it's, 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 it reminded me of the, the Ryan Reynolds film where uh, he buried. was in a buried, yeah, where he was yeah. like buried and it was just him the whole time. The camera mm. doesn't leave her. Like, no. obviously, it goes off to a, a couple of uh, flashbacks and stuff, but the whole time she holds up this performance lying on her back in this futuristic tomb. And you're on a journey with her. The claustrophobia is crazy. Crazy, and man. she exhibits all the emotions that you would think somebody exhibits if they've got 77 minutes to live. Mm. And she does a good job. I like her in this. I liked her in Glorious Bastards. She's also yeah. in... Uh, you know, uh, now you see me, that kind of magical kind of, you know, trick oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, she film. was, yeah. She's the she's convincing group. for me. She's good. But yeah, uh yeah, that's the film really. I mean it's on Netflix. I hope that phone I hope that phone call is better than, you know, one to one because that phone call that was it that was the thing i was just like how the hell so obviously the technology's got they must be obviously in the future and advanced to the point where you yeah. can actually be communicating with someone from earth and they're up in yeah, like, yeah. You know, obviously out of space and everything like that um what i liked about it was she's tr- she has to piece together parts of her memory and figure out okay like you know like like what Devon said, who she is or you know um, you know, what is she doing and how does she get there and what's going on and you know what is her mission so to speak and um, like like Deval said she's great she's a really great actor and um, yeah man we're seeing kind of like you know these uh, I mean um, in, in terms of budget it could, can't be like a huge budget for this movie mm-hmm. right I don't think so because the limitations in, in, in location and all that kind of stuff yeah, I reckon this wouldn't have been a massive budget, but it's, it's yeah. clever. The way they did it was clever. I, I actually, I like the creativity in this. Yes. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get, mm. uh, kind of get across. And um, I think it's actually a decent film. And um, like yeah. last week, I know we watched Stowaway um, and we said, you know, Netflix, they are pumping their money into kind of these productions. I think there's going to be a whole host of these sci-fi these kind of tales which are, you know, make you wonder, like, oh shit, yeah, actually, you know what, what would you do in that situation? Really clever. Just to follow on from that, you can go on YouTube and there's a, there's a channel called Dust, D-U-S-T. They show a lot mm. of short films to do with sci-fi, really clever. They kind of remind me of what we're going to talk about next week, which is, is it uh, Love, Sex and Robots uh, on oh, Netflix okay. that just oh, came yeah. out? Yeah. Really yeah. clever short yeah. sci-fi animations and films and all kinds of all kinds of stuff, but yeah, just like Amal said, right? This is this is the future of of sci-fi. Really intimate, you know, clever stories, drawing you in and getting you really, uh, you know, connected to the character more than a special effect. Mm. Absolutely, guys. Have we got time for a hidden gem, or are we gonna? Yeah, let's let's, let's sneak it in. This this, this, this is a, a Emmanuel's, isn't yeah. it? If, if you've seen yeah, it, anyway, yeah. uh, you can quickly <laughs> mention it and let yeah, us know about so... it. Black Godfather. It's on Netflix. It's a, um, a movie documentary on Netflix. Oh my god! Like it is really good. It is so good because 
have you heard? I mean, I didn't know about this guy until I actually like um, came across it on on Netflix, and it's basically the story of Clarence Avant, uh, and um, he's like a myth or a legend amongst the entertainment industry. Like he's like the man, or like I, if you need something done, he is your man. Right. Like it's like he basically um, operated in like plain sight. Um, but behind the scenes of everything that you either heard heard about or watched, for example, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air, um, Bill Bill Weathers, uh, Soul Train, um, he was he played a part in all of that, and um, he was responsible for um, you know for you hearing um, sound the you know the soundtrack to um, Enter the Dragon, Mission Impossible, and a hundred other top movie soundtracks through this composer. Uh, Lalo, uh, yeah, Schifrin. Um, so he's basically like he is the guy. Like you won't, you won't have heard of him. Like he just basically so like he's so known, but he's so behind the scenes. Like you just do not know of him. Um, this guy, he's he's admired by all, and I mean all. Um, and because this documentary, um, had two former U.S. presidents talk positively. Like uh, Bill Clinton and Obama um, oh, about two black ones. Okay. And he's like, I mean, when I was watching it, it was just like he was like the personification of like Facebook before Facebook because he was he was connected, um, and he started from like humble beginnings of being a, a booking agent for a guy named uh, Joseph G. Glesser. And, um, and he basically um, was the guy, he didn't have a title. It was just like, if you, um, if you heard the name Clarence Avent, and then you'd be, be asking, what does he do? There's no title that you can attach to him. He's just like a connector. He basically yeah. know this person, that no, but that person. And then he will basically like be, you know, pull this person and then, you know, uh, you know, reach, give a, a, you know, like a dub branch to this person and get it just basically put all these people together. It sounds like an omni man, like he does everything. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I say like the biggest thing um, about this, um, about this listening and watching this documentary was that uh, Clarence Evan. Um, he was basically um, a guy you always wanted in your corner because growing up um, during Jim Crow era, right. he saw a lot of shit that that went down, and he his he basically his mission or his um, calling was basically just to do right, um, you know, just to do what's right because mm-hmm. working in the industry. Um, you basically get fucked over. Like there's so many, there's so many people that just basically want to fuck you over. And yeah. he will basically, he's basically just wanted to do right and make sure that you got what you was owed. And, um, and especially working in, in this, in the industry, you didn't get basically fucked up. Like, okay. so if like th- there was, there was, um, people in there, um, like I think, um, Jamie Fox in there, Jamie Fox in there. And he was basically like, if, you went onto a project and um, into the meeting. They offered you like twenty k, and then you'd be walking walking out the meeting. He'll be basically be disappointed. He they, he'll walk he'll walk in with you, and he'll he'll basically say, "You know what? 
let's go back in because that, that that's that um they didn't offer you enough money okay so, yeah so if you was expecting like you know your movie needed to be like um you wanted two mil but you know the movie was going to be like 20 mil but you was afraid to ask for that mm. it was the guy that you'd basically want on your side because he would basically tell you they're not He's giving you enough people's money back that. like he just yeah he does right by yeah. people and yeah yeah them yeah out. Okay, yeah. so this is on so, Netflix then. How long is it? Yeah, like an, two hours? Uh, you know what? I didn't actually know. Oh, it flew by because you enjoyed it so much. Because, yeah, it's yeah. that good that you just yeah. <laughs> Okay, but, nice one. But he wasn't, he wasn't even a, a guy of big stature, but the power he had yeah. was, yeah, was unmeasurable. Like, okay. yeah, his We've connection. We've got to check it out. We've got to check it out. Yeah. It's on my list out, actually man. already, but I just haven't had a chance to see it, but I'll check it yeah. out now because mentioned it as a hidden gem so i need to I need to see mm. no he literally was a hidden gem <laughs> <laughs> well listen there you heard it folks a hidden gem yeah. from none other than emmanuel and um yeah man oh yeah, yeah we've got, got competition um, prize. Yeah. yes competition prize competition. Yes. there you go let it out all right so so because it's the flicksters um third anniversary or third birthday i don't mm-hmm. know what, what, whatever you want to call it we're gonna. We're going to offer um, our our listeners, viewers, um, the release of Zack Schneider's. Um, oh my God! Justice Zach League. <laughs> Justice, League. <laughs> Justice League. The in four hour version, yeah. Yeah, four K Ultra version. Okay. So, um, so let's let's call it what three 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 new followers. Three new followers. Yeah. So yeah. So. The, yeah, so three new followers on to the Flicksters. Um, yeah, we'll basically we'll call their name out and um, send send it out to them on the release. Okay, uh, that means one person now, has to actually invite invite three, three new followers. Yeah, three different followers, three different uh, people to the Flicksters Instagram or something, and then that person that made the invitation in, invitation will get the Schneider cut on four K. Four K. You know what? Cool. That is a great gift, man. Mm, thank you very much. I might just make up some. I might just make up some like fake account, man. I might just get that one myself, man. Seriously, we'll trace no, it back to me. We'll trace joking. it back to you. I'm Trust joking. me. You'll turn up at your door. Be like, give me back the Schneider cut. <laughs> Seriously, that's a great. And listen, man, 4K pristine. Oh, you know the one thing that we didn't speak about the Schneider cut, guys. I didn't get your opinion on this. He did it in. Um, letterboxed he did it he didn't yeah. do it widescreen 4.3 yeah yeah, yeah. 4.3 like what like yeah. what did you guys make of it i mean i didn't it didn't affect me or anything like that but i mean he that's his cinematic vision he went for that mm. because i think it was to do with imax or something isn't it that, that was the original yeah. con original yeah i guess uh you know idea that he wanted to show it in that but because wasn't that wasn't that um ratio the apocalyptic um scene with um batman was that oh is thing? it in the movie, sure. the aspect ratio. I'm not sure, you know. I'm not sure. Yeah. But listen, yeah. So listen, if you want to win that, yeah. If you want to win that 4K pristine, like amazing image, get someone to subscribe, and uh, get two more people to subscribe, and then you will, you will get that, and we'll, you know, get in touch with us, and we'll DM you, and you know, we'll do all that, and mm, we'll uh, it, it could be yours. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, guys, this has been absolutely amazing. I say this all the time. 
Devaldo, thanks, man. We've been doing it for three years. Let's do it for another three more, and then we'll see what else uh, happens after that. But um, yeah, Manuel, once again, man, thanks for thanks for joining us on this. No, thanks for inviting me, man. It's always a pleasure. Always, always. Good. All right. Peace out, guys. Peace. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.